There's been a couple of other things. Like, we talked about the 100-mile-hour thing kind of as a jest. What? Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 365, with your hosts, Randy and Jason. It is the year... See, I, I messed this up. And not only do I mess this up, but even the last time I said it, I had the wrong month. It was August 30th, and then the last show that we posted was on August 30th, uh, not September. Now it is September 20th. Uh, yeah. So, thanks for listening. If you're still listening, uh, I heard, talked to uh, Andrew from uh, Andrew from Maynard, and he said he hasn't listened in a while, so... And then I got some pushback. Have you pulled metrics? I'm like, I don't know. That's That's the other guy's job. So I don't know where we're well, at. Once we that. move the, the feed over, we'll get lots of metrics. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure it'll be. And it, yeah, we'll just have to like amp the show up somehow. Do we? I don't know. Amping, hyping. I feel like we do the same thing, right? This is the existential thing. Like, I feel like we do this. We've been over this. Like, this is one seventh of my evenings. I feel like that's a, a fairly large enough proportion that I should put a little more energy into it than just like talk to you for an hour and a half. Listen to Why? you and me talk for an hour and a half. Push publish for what do you, five minutes. <laughs> what do you do with your other evenings? I don't know. It's personal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That, you're, you're fine with it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I uh, fix long. Well, when we were doing uh, one, when well, we did every other week, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, what are we doing now? Every other week, basically, we're in, we're on every week, but. No, we've been on every week. Well, we skipped we last, last week. week? No, we, we, we must have skipped last week. And how? And why was that? Because I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Because I, because I finally got the COVID. Caught up with you. you. Yeah, caught up with me. You were. Uh, I rascally. thought I was invincible. Yeah, you were rascally. Couldn't get. Couldn't, get a, couldn't catch you. It took a good uh, almost two. Well, what are we at? Are we two years? Here's into this what it thing? took. Yeah, we're two and a half years into this thing. Uh huh. Wow, good for you. Kids went back to school. Yeah. <laughs> Right, my my son catches it. I don't know from where, but he's doing soccer, you know, in tight with a lot of a lot of kids. So they're they're hanging out close. He wasn't, so he tested positive a week ago Friday, like so a while ago, and actually maybe it was two weeks. I can't even remember. It doesn't matter anymore. And he was like sick, sick. So yeah. he. He he went to school Friday morning, no problems. Then he, then I got a text from him after school, and it says, "I have a little bit of a headache. I might not play in my soccer game." And I said, I responded. I said, "Okay, I probably should call him, but I just texted him back. I said, "All right, well, you know, you've been a long week. We've been up late doing homework. Um, first full week of school." I said, see if somebody has some Tylenol. <laughs> and, and I said, do you want to come home or do you still want to go to the game? He goes, I still want to go to the game. So he gets on the bus nice. with the rest of the soccer team. Yeah. And goes to the game. And I rode my bike over to the game, as you do, and showed up there a little bit after it started. And I'm looking around the field. I'm like, wait, where is he? Is he on the field? I don't see him. I don't see him on the bench. Like, is he playing? I can't find him. But I've got my camera. I'm taking pictures. He laid in a heap, basically underneath the bench, buried in like sweatshirts for the duration of the game. And it was really hot out. And he was like smothered in sweatshirts. You're clicking the whole time. It's going to drive me crazy. I don't think I've clicked once. Maybe once. Yeah, you are. You're clicking. No. All right, go ahead. So I catch him after the game. I'm like, oh, goodness, dude. He definitely had a fever. Like... But I rode my bike there, so I'm, and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> you got to take the bus back, and just don't sit next to anybody, and make sure the windows are open and stuff." And so he takes he takes the bus back, right? And he and his bike is at the school, so he gets his bike rides home. I tested him. I test him that night, and he's he's you know the the, the test lights on fire basically. <laughs> you made him bike so Friday, home. Oh no, poor kid. Well, what else again? I'm I mean, not a taxi service. Come on, I mean, it's fine. The kids. 
too ill to stand <laughs> up. And he's buried Clearly not. Room. Well, during the game, yes, he yeah. was. Um, <laughs> so his test, you know, is through the roof. And I'm like, oh, that's terrible news. So I tell the team about the boss. <laughs> no one else gets it. Oh, not yeah. a single other kid. All right. Test positive. Yeah. Which is just amazing, right? However, Wednesday night and Thursday night, I sat with him very close. This is before the Friday he tested positive. Right. Sat with him for a couple hours, like each night, helping him with his homework. So this is when he's shedding all kinds of virus, whatever. (laughs) We're sharing air for hours. So a few days later, four or five days later, I test positive. Dun, dun, dun. No one else in the house. Everyone else is fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird. This is the whole thing. We've been talking about this for two and a half years. So Fomites. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's I mean, why why are you sick and nobody else in the bus sick, right? Is it really yeah, that close it, well, proximity? Part of it, I think, is that literally all of the other kids have already had it. <laughs> yeah. So they got the windows open on the bus. You know, he's he. I don't even think he sat alone. I don't know. I think I told him to, and he didn't. But (laughs) it may take that close of a proximity, right? No one else on the bus, so they're fine. No one else, wherever he got sick from, no one else got sick from. Yeah. There were some other kids in the school who got sick, but I I couldn't say I, I narrowed down where it came from. Um, but I had to sit with him for quite a decent amount of time. Well, I don't have a control. I, like my my wife was sitting on the same couch, right? Right. And my daughter was sitting on the same couch for a, a significant amount of time, but they were three or four feet away, right? Whereas he and I were shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Does that do it? I don't know. It's just bananas. So for the for the last couple of weeks. We've had like all the house windows open and fans and the windows blowing the air out of the mm. house, like all this whole negative pressure Where did you thing sleep? going on. Um, <laughs> you'll laugh at this because okay, <laughs> <laughs> if you say the treehouse, I'm gonna, I am going to laugh. At it. Don't don't think lower of me. This wasn't my idea. Okay, I slept in my bed. <laughs> and okay. my wife, my wife slept on the couch. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, I don't. Why? I don't know. All right. Um, because if I slept on the couch, then I would be like contaminating the living room. Um, that's so fair. It's easy, yeah. It's easier to isolate me in the room and have mm-hmm. the windows open and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, whatever. I don't really care. Well, I slept in the basement, which was sort of, you know, isolated also. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If I had a basement to sleep in, then yeah. I, I might have done that. But th- that's the other thing. The second time I got it, nobody else in my house got it. And I rode in the car with them for like eight hours back. You know, we were in the car together with closed windows because it's a highway, right? Like, it wasn't like... <laughs> this is before you knew you were positive. Before I knew I was positive, right? I mean, w- yeah. But we had been with my at my sister's house also with like windows closed and stuff. Like, all the kids were... And there were kids that were sick. That were my kids were sitting right next to for you know hour in the car or whatever. That's that's why it's it's weird the contagion thing. The passing of it is is sort of I I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I, it's it's probability, I, right? Yeah. It's a lot of probability. I guess the thing is right. Like if you if you're you have a that's what the R factor is, right? And all that stuff. If you have yeah. like a one percent chance of passing it on or whatever, right? Then you're sitting next to a hundred people. Then each one of those hundred people has a one percent chance. Then the odds start to tip in favor of the contagion, the contagion passing along. It's not like if you sit one on one and it's only one percent, ninety nine percent chance you're fine. But if you do that ninety nine times, I know there's some fuzzy statistics right. and and things going on here. But but basically, yeah, I guess that why it makes sense. And that's you know, I don't know. as someone who was sort of against all the lockdowns from the beginning and sort of a. This this isn't really going to solve our problems, but that's I you know that's my biases and I'm kind of over it now. But uh, I don't, yeah, I don't I don't really know. I mean, obviously, I think if we hadn't done some of the restraint, you know, we could talk this to death. I don't know. Yeah, maybe fewer, maybe more people would have died faster. Like it gave us time to kind of work out. Yeah, 
some the vaccine. Less people would have died still. Therapies. Fewer, fewer no, people. That's why I said it the way I said it. Less people <laughs> would have died still. Like the, the less people, not yes. the... <laughs> okay. That's nice. Okay, but it wasn't, and it wasn't a walk in the park. I think a lot of people assumed, like, oh, you'll just truck right through it. You're in great <laughs> that was my next, my next segment, my next segment right. on this. Like the second time I got it, I trucked right through it. The first time I was wrecked, and I and I was like, some of the symptoms you've been talking about, like tired and like tired. That and I, I've had flus that are bad. Right, I remember like. Basically welcoming death when <laughs> I had a flu so bad, you know, you're just you know. throwing everything up, right? And you're so you're so dehydrated, you can't, and you just feel like complete garbage. You can't sleep, you can't drink anything because you just throw up water, right? Yeah. I've had flus like that where I was ready for death. Like I was literally just like, okay, just take me now, it's fine. This was not like that. Yeah. This was... Just, I'm just so tired. And and actually, the naps were pretty delightful. Like, I was just like, I'm so tired. I'm just going to lay down and take a nap. And I could take a, a pretty nice nap. You could? See, I couldn't do that well. Oh, it's great. Huh. All right. They were very pleasant naps, aside from having a little bit of a headache, like, all the time. Yeah. They were pretty nice naps. And now, you know, now I've got, like, sinus things going on. I don't really know what the deal is there, but... yeah. The tests are pretty clear. The breathing thing bothered me. Like, I coughed for a long time. Like, weeks. Mm. We'll see. See what happens to you. My breathing was fine. I did cough a little bit now as I was choking on my ice cream. No. I didn't really have any, like, respiratory problems. No, I didn't. I did for, like, 15 minutes. It really was, like, one mm. point. And I, then I think I was pretty much all psychosomatic. Just yeah. like, oh, but there, I there's, COVID, there's definitely a... Right, I know. Are my lungs going to stop working? Are you going to be intubated? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did. You will want to know, of course, that the num my number one concern in life, uh, for everything at the moment is <laughs> what it what is going to break. I know where you're going. What, with this. Yeah, like what what life event is going to cause me to lose my. Apple Watch ring streak, right? As we mentioned a couple shows ago. Yeah. Because yeah. as of now, I'm on day like 904 oh, or something. Geez. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Of perfectly closing all three rings. And it's not insignificant. We've been over it. So it's 700 you know, active calories, whatever, which equates essentially to like, oh, it's like basically running or walking in the ballpark of five miles. Yeah, wow, that's not that's not nothing. And and biking, you know, th for the duration of the day, and biking in the ballpark of ten miles hmm. separately, right? So either one, either one of those will cover it for the day. So I, you know, I had to get out there, and I was like, okay, all right, what am I gonna? And I would plan ahead and say, I'm super duper, I'm super duper tired. Monday, I wasn't feeling well already. I hadn't tested positive. I was testing negative, testing negative. And I, I ran, but I didn't finish the run because my ankle broke, which I think is COVID-related. <laughs> and went to soccer practice. That covered it. Bike to soccer, do soccer. No big deal. Tuesday. Tuesday was like the worst day. This today so or run down. last Tuesday? Last week. Uh, last the, Tuesday. Okay. All right. So I guess I'm only seven days in. Oh, jeez. Yeah, all right. Um, I probably should have wore a mask at the soccer game. The... <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> awesome. So after five, I'm I'm That's treating it like day nine. Today's soccer game, not last week's soccer game. I'm assuming. Today, today's. Yeah. Okay. Um, the mask. Didn't Tuesday do was the You're the fine. tricky one, and I'm, what am I? I'm like, what am I gonna do? I gotta do something. So I, I, I did. I kind of did like a series of little things. I went outside. I went for a walk. It was like a really short walk. I went out. I think I went for out for like three or four different walks. Where I kind of hobbled around <laughs> yeah. the neighborhood, it was ridiculous. Like I could yeah. barely make it. You think? Half a mile. Do you think this is productive? Like that's where I've stopped with this streak thing because then it's just it's so artificial and it's not really doing anything. I don't know. It's, <laughs> well, I think it was, and then by by Wednesday, I think Tuesday was the worst, and then Wednesday I did a I went out and did a ten mile bike ride, and I dragged my son because he was past. Now he was moving into day four or five, whatever, pass. He was like, I'm like, all right, 
if you're going to get this doctor's note come Friday and play in your soccer game and come Saturday, you know, mm. you're basically be eight days out, then you've, you've got to be ready. Like you, your fitness has got to be there. You can't just lay around the house all day pretending to do schoolwork <laughs> and watching YouTube. Keep up your fitness. Yeah, you got to keep your fitness. So we went out, he and I went out and did a leisurely, it was a nice father-son bonding exercise. It was kind of nice. We did a very slow uh, 10-mile ride through the woods, big loop around the woods. And we did that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then actually on Friday, I took him on a much tougher ride. We went, we did a, so that would have been his day seven, I guess. We did the like 11 miles or something, but put, did this big giant hill in the middle. And he had no no problem with it, which was which was cool. Huh. Um, How about you? Are you, what are you, what about now? You know, <clears throat> so this is super strange, right? Right now, I mean, I kind of just feel like garbage because my sinuses are stuffed up and I sound weird. Hmm. But I continue doing – I haven't been running because I think COVID is causing, like, my ankle arthritis to be crazy. Uh, okay. So I have, I can't I, – like, I can't run. It's starting to get better, but I just can't do it. So I've been biking, and I, I did some weightlifting stuff today too, and that all went fine. But I, I went for a ride Sunday, Monday. Did I go Monday? I think I went for a ride Monday instead of running. And I went and did this loop around this place nearby that I sometimes do. I was like, yeah, I'll just go that way. Whatever. It'll be fun. And in the middle of it, there, this friend of mine, when we ride together, he, it's Stowtown Forest. You may know him. In the middle of Stowtown Forest, there's this giant hill. Yeah. I know. Are you aware of this hill? Yeah. Every time the two of us go out there together, he rides up the hill like it's some fun thing you have to do, like uh, from the from the north side, I guess. And it's awful. It's like this horrible. It's just way too long, and it gets steeper. Oh, like you as don't you get like higher. it, I thought you would love that. I thought that's right in your wheelhouse. Like what, biking straight up a hill? Yeah, and then bombing down that other far steep side. No, the- it's like it's just it's way too long of a hill. And oh, really? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult to get up. Like it's all rooty and rocky oh, and know, stuff. Yeah, yeah and like, that's true. I've, no, I've never made it up the hill. That's this is my point, yeah. right? People don't up like it's rare that anybody we go with makes it up the hill. I I make it up like some percentage of the time. But I rode either Sunday or Monday, I forget. And I rode around Stowtown Forest, and I was like, well, while I'm here, I might as well go up the stupid hill because I'm trying to get my fitness back. Well, not only did I make it up the hill, <laughs> but according to Strava, I rode up the hill faster than I've ever ridden. Up the hill. <laughs> really? That's funny. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what's going on? Like, this doesn't make any sense. So am I actually fine? Well, when, and I'm now oh, I'm well wow. rested. That That's mm, see, that's interesting. And you're going to make me sound like a complete jerk. But I listen and I'm try- and I, I I realize I sound like a jerk when I say this. There was a podcast that either yesterday or today. It's one of the ones I listen to, and it talked about long COVID. And to me, like I was thinking, I'm like, have these people just like given up and they're not really trying, <laughs> right? Like it sounded right. to me like, but I I know there's people that are I don't know this whole thing, the whole COVID thing. I'm not I'm not I've not been a good citizen in the. Like I don't know, a compassionate person when it comes to COVID around around any of it. Um, so I, I realized that, but also like it just sounded like the guy was just like giving up. I'm like, dude, no, don't give up. Like, right? He's like, I just nap a lot, and I'm like, come on. Well, man. and people will encourage you to as well. That's the thing. Well, that's what I like, wondered, right? It's just like I, enabling. It's 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 very societal, like. I don't know. I'm, I'm got distracted because I'm getting messages from people asking me what time the game is that we already got back from. Anyway, sorry. Like, yeah. this is a this stuff happens all the time. Like, so when I when I got COVID, I was told people they're like, "Oh, how you doing?" I'm like, ah, "I'm really tired. I'm gonna do this, whatever." And then they check in. I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna go out. I'm going out today for a bike ride. I'm gonna go out." I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy. You should take it easy. <laughs> everybody wants everybody like, to take it easy. Everybody wants everybody to take it easy. Yeah, like. What you shouldn't just stay in bed and rest. Like, no, why would I stay in bed and rest? Like, that's awful. <laughs> Super that's, boring. 
Well, it's super boring for one thing, but it's not going to help me. Like, you could you could make some argument that like you got to let your body have the energy to for your you know to fight off the virus, whatever. Yeah. But there's some balance there, and I could totally see how like I agree with what you're saying. I think that's not good. No, I, I, it's true. You know, in some sense, I agree with what you're saying. I think Mm. there are some, like, this is what I was really worried about with my mother when she had her heart attack and her bypass surgery is that recovering from Mm. the surgery is so difficult that people don't want to put in the effort. Oh, yeah. And then that's their life. So someone breaks their leg. It takes so long for the bones to heal, and now they're super weak and super fat because they've been just sitting around and eating, right? Like, yeah. I know. And then when they when they go and they're like, "Oh, my leg is healed," and they and they get up and they say, "I'm going to go do some stuff." I can't do it. You're like, I can't. I think I can't do this anymore. And it's like, well, no, of course you can't because it's been six months. You you changed everything, but then that's it. It's all. It's over. They're not going to realize like I've got to redouble my efforts and change these routines and right. I, yeah, I, and I do think that there's at least this is something that I know I struggle with. Is like, all right, I I was able to do eight minute miles or whatever it was. Right? Okay, I haven't run in a long time. I'm going to start running again. Okay, now I'm running nine minute miles. Well, I could run eight minute miles. I'm running nine minute miles. I don't want to run anymore because I I'm not running as well as I once did. So I've lost the like moment like that like oh I I suck at this now. This is something that's not good for me anymore. So it is harder to get back and I'm like I know I can run an yeah. 8 minute mile again for 5 miles or whatever it is, right? It's it's just whether or not I'm going to put the effort in and uh right. So well, and of course, a big as you know, a big part of running speed is is weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sh- you sh- it cuts quite a bit. You shave off five pounds. Oh yeah, cut, cut thirty seconds of your time or something. Hey, I'm one week into a noom routine. A noom. <laughs> My wife and I. <laughs> so, do you know what noom is? No. All right. Well, th- there's been a couple of other things. Like we talked about the hundred mile or thing, kind of as a jest uh, two weeks what? ago. Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, this is like one of those things again. Like I used to be able to do these things and now it's like, can I fit this in? And I, there's a bunch of barriers between me and being able to run a hundred mile right run. Right. However, that being said, it's still something that's on my bucket list as much as we hate them. But as part of that, and the reason is, and I'll explain, I can go into much, this is really starting to open, like, this is, put me on the couch and let me, let me talk and take notes and stuff, but, sure. but I, I know for, like, I've already tipped my hand on, like, the eight minute, nine minute mile stuff, right? So I have to, like, kind of check, that's why I never look at Strava, I never, like, I'll go for a run, I'll do my thing, and I'll stop, and I'll... Oh, I, I log every run, right? You know, yeah, we've talked about yep. that. I might walk, but I never really look at how fast they are because I know I would get depressed. That being uh, said, I kind of peek at it. That's when even when you send a wow face, you're like, I don't even know what that means. And I don't really know what if I want to know what that means, right? Like, did I run that run fast? I didn't even look at my time for that run. I have no idea. I mean, bo- a ballpark somewhere between like, you know, 10 and 11 minute mile, right? I was in the woods. That's not on the roads. Gotcha. So it's a lot slower, but. Where was I going? Oh, the 100 mile thing. So a couple weeks ago, I went backpacking with scouts. We went for a hike, eight mile hike, and we're talking and we constantly talk about how much our pack weighs, right? And I'm yep. scheduled for this Philmont, which is like an eight day hike, like could anywhere between like eight, probably around eight, average eight miles a day. Let's, let's go with that, right? And we're talking about, oh, well, this sweatshirt weighs, you know, 57 grams. I'm just throwing numbers. I have no idea how much a gram weighs and anything. This is all part of me and my learning. But like, okay, so this sweatshirt weighs a pound and a half. This sweatshirt weighs a quarter, you know, a pound and a pound and a quarter. Well, I want to take the one that's a pound, you know, I'm taking a shaving off a quarter pound here, you know, a couple ounces here, a couple ounces here. I don't want to bring that headlamp because that headlamp weighs more than the other. And I'm, I'm walking around like 30 pounds overweight. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I got to take care of the chassis here, right? 
So we've I've done a couple of things in the past, right? Well, Noom is one of these things. You've um, you've probably heard an advertisement about it, and you it, you've just ignored it because you don't need it. But like, it's one of these weight loss techniques. My wife and I have signed up. We're, we haven't. Well, I think she is actually. There's two week trial. I'm still within my two week trial. But it's one of these things. They gamify it, right? So you get a point. Like every day you can earn a Noom coin. And I do it by if I do three things. If I log my meals, I step on the scale, and I do like five minutes of education. And it's like teaches you about nutrition and, and actually teaches you a lot more about nutrition and mental approach to how, how you approach food and all this other thing. So it's sort of a, a more of a holistic approach than just like cut calories. And it's weird because a lot of the other diets that I've gone on, and I'm trying not to make this a diet, but a lot of other things because I, I ate like garbage at lunch today anyway and, and I had chicken parm for dinner. But uh, they, 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 they tell you like focus on proteins, focus on this. Well, this is all about calorie density, right? So what's calorie dense? Is Cheese is a lot more calorie dense than um, – than, than lettuce, right? And a fruit. So you can eat like tons of fruits and vegetables. They want yeah. you to fill up on that stuff so that you feel full so that you're not eating more. Uh, I don't know. This is all weird and awkward, but you're absolutely right. I'm trying, I like, I have to do something. My wife and I are going on vacation. I got to get the chassis ready for Philmont. The hundred milers a thing. Like, what's the vacation? We got to do something. We're going to Dominican Republic. <laughs> Basically, I want to be able to get in a bathing suit and not be like a fat slob on the beach. When? When are you going? I'm freaking um, Thanksgiving week. Yeah, Thanksgiving week. That's like in two months. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I got I got two months. That was my my. <laughs> My two month goal was to lose <laughs> like fifteen pounds. You're going, well, you're going yeah. for like the half a pound a day approach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in one week I'm down five pounds. So listen, yes, I'm 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 like okay. you, man. I don't eat. I cut calories like crazy now. All right. It's weird yeah. and it's also hard. But uh, no, yeah, I know, I know. I'm not trying to lose. I'm not trying to lose. I think I had. I think it was like a pound and a half a week to the vacation. And then there was a, like a longer term goal, which I think was to lose like 20 something pounds by next summer or something. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, it's not like some, like, like you're saying like three pounds a week, but um, yeah. And the first week, the only objective, your only objective was to believe. <laughs> To like, believe. Your goal yeah. this week is just to believe in yourself and believe that you can do this. It's all like affirmation stuff, right? So Right. But they gamify yeah. it, and that's sort of like my wheelhouse. Like gamify whatever to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. I gotta do this, this, and this. These are my tasks for the day, right? And then I'll earn a then I'll earn a coin. It's so stupid <laughs> and ridiculous, right? But <laughs> your tasks are to not eat. <laughs> well, but you're closing your rings. My tasks are my rings yes. are do this education, go like I don't know. So I should I should definitely revisit uh, my diet. That is to say, the food that I eat. A little bit yeah. heavy on the ice cream. I did have a big bowl tonight. We do have ice cream quite a lot in the south, so we should cut back on. Yeah. Um, running though, I meant to say this earlier. So you were speaking about how fast you go. I I was at my fastest, which is in you know recent years while I was running, but also injuring myself the most. Yeah. When I had. You said you didn't check Strava, but basically when I had my watch giving me feedback while I was running. Oh, so gosh. it would give me the mile times yeah. every mile. And I would, I mean, I 100% would do this. Like there's no doubt in my mind. I would start my run at like full speed <laughs> and really? and I would hit the first mile time. And then I'd try to like beat it for the next mile or oh whatever, my whatever my target, you know, whatever my target was yeah. there's, she's saying into my ears. And if it wasn't what I wanted, I would just speed up. Hmm. Right. So yeah, that might've been problematic because I was doing that every, every run, not like on a workout type schedule. Hmm. So. Uh, I don't do that anymore, but I do look at the, I do look at the times. I do my, I do know my pace. I do try to run a little more comfortably, uh, cause the flat out stuff was just hurting my ankles, my ankle. Yeah. It's just not broken anyway. I, th- I, I think COVID broke it. I really do. Well, that's interesting. Cause I had a bunch of like weird and I, you know, some other people have mentioned there's like weird 
weirdness that happens. Like, I don't know, weird yeah. joint stuff and weird, like. Yeah, and it, it peaked. Yeah. Like, like I said, I was running that Monday and I, I had to stop because it just didn't work anymore. And I limped home. Like, I could barely walk. <laughs> so I limped like the rest of the way home. And then I test positive Tuesday. And then as my tests have been diminishing, you know, clearing, the line doesn't show up as much. My ankle's been feeling better. I didn't do anything. Mm. Like, I haven't been running on it, but I don't. It's strange. Yeah. No, it's definitely strange. Um, I want to give another shout out to uh, the Strava heat maps. Love the heat maps. Yeah, because we were talking about how, you know, I, I was like, I want to take my daughter. My daughter's soccer practice is like 15, 20 minutes away now. And I was like, I want to take her. It's an hour and a half. I want to do a run or walk, whatever, while I'm there. So I was doing this thing where I, and I ran on the road and the road was awful. It was like super busy. People are driving like 60 miles an hour down this thing. I'm like, this is crazy. So I was like, oh, I found a conservation land nearby. I'm like, all right, let me just, so I would drop her off. I drive like the half mile of conservation land. Then I'd run in the four, four and a quarter miles in the conservation land. I was like, oh, this, this is perfect. Fine. Well, I'm sitting there one day and I finish up my run and I am looking at Strava like, and I'm looking at like the heat maps and I'm like, what, dude? There's a trail from the soccer thing to the trail, the conservation land I was running. I was yep. like, saw the heat map. I'm like, this is amazing. Nice. Save me a stupid drive or half mile there. You know, it's like 10, 10, 15 minutes extra that I can run. I have, I've, I've used them. My son actually pointed out that they're in the app now. They didn't used to be. Yeah, in they the are. App. Yeah. I've seen, that's where I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And I used them the other day. No joke. I basically hit a trail I've never used before, like full speed. <laughs> On the heat map? Just by taking out my phone and being like, there's a blue line up ahead on the right. <laughs> and I just, I just like jumped the curb, went down this hill, straight at the tree line. Oh, and it, was getting, it was dark out, right? Oh, yeah, geez. the tree line like, yeah. on my bike. Knowing that like, I'm right on top of this heat map, so... Mm. Like, if there wasn't anything there, I would have just kind of hit the woods and crashed into a rock or something. <laughs> but it, I trust it. I'm like, no, this is, I know this is correct. So I just didn't even, like, oh, yeah, there it is. Just just cut that beeline right for the woods and there was the trail. Like, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. Well, yeah. Looking forward forever. No idea. No, Strava heat maps. Yeah. Big fan. Now I have to, but here's now I'm worried. Now this is, this is my next thing, right? Cause the days are getting shorter and she's going to be practicing under the lights. What do I do then? Do I go for a run on the road or do I like bag the run and do it at a different time and just sit in my motor coach while people, that's people. It's so bad. You know, like it was raining yesterday, right? Well, it was threatened of thunderstorms. So they asked people to stay. Please stay. Don't. Or yep. please stay close, right? So if you can come, if there's a lot of idling motor coaches, yeah, I, yeah, they're just sitting in their car with the car running for an hour and a half. I'm like, are you serious? Like, how do you? Why do you even need it on? Like, what do you not run in the AC? It's like you know, it's 68 right. degrees out. No, you're fine. You're just sitting there. Why do you for have the to have full the car? 90 minutes? Yeah, I know. And they're just like, I'm like, what? And then it's I, running. Yeah, not, a lot like, of times people are walking, but because the weather was like threatening rain, they didn't walk. Like they'll just walk around the tr- the stupid soccer That's field crazy. over and over again. Oh this God, is what I'm talking about. They've given up on life. Like, have they? they yeah, uh, they gave up on life before it even started. Like they don't. <laughs> they look at you and you're like, they're tr- they're like, you're trying to do what? You're trying to get in running shape? Oh, I don't <laughs> run. You know what I mean? They wouldn't even dream of like, what do you mean <gasps> eight, eight minute mile? Who cares? But are they like? stressed like i feel stressed like when am i gonna fit this in and i'm watching my calories and i look around and people are like don't care they don't they're you know they're overweight they just eat what they want they don't no 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 stress they're happy i'm like i don't how are you i don't know man i I have come to terms i mean it it, am i holding on to something that that like need to let go of do i need to give up i don't know yeah I like, I'm, I'm just up. so far removed from that world at this point. I don't, I have to recognize that I am because the motor coaching, as you brought up, like, it's just not a thing. I, I've had conversations with people and they're like, oh yeah, we'll just, uh, if it rains at practice, we'll just go, we'll, we'll sit in the car, we'll sit in our cars. I'm like, you realize I don't bring a car to practice. Like I brought <laughs> some umbrellas with us just in case it rained. Ugh. And they, they, they do, but they don't like, they know that I don't drive there. 
Yeah. And but they really don't because they just say their own lives. Oh yeah, it's in my car. This is in my car. And they there's stuff. There's stuff in their car. Their car's filled with all the stuff that they need to live, right? Because it's always with them. Well, that's my car. That's my wife's car. That's my son's car. That's my daughter's car. That's my gerbil's car. Like everyone has their own friggin' car. And so it's I, it's filled with tr- all their junk. Gerbil's car. What did I say? That they in? carry around all the time. Oh yeah, I've got a set of tools in my trunk. I've got extra this. I've got extra that. I keep all my soccer gear. The sports parents with their cars are amazing because they open up the mm. back and there's like a full season's worth of equipment in there that they're just driving around with all the time and never take it out. That was me. Like, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I was coaching, it was always there. Well, I knew where it was. It was always there. <laughs> Why would you? You store it there. You drag it around with you wherever you go and then it's ready to go. It's bananas. It. It's not something... It's probably something I used to do, but I haven't done for many, many years. Uh, I get, and I can't I get, relate to it anymore. I'm more of I'm more concerned about like, uh, like I the just like I don't really care what I eat. I drink what I drink. Yeah. I just sit when I sit. I don't. I'm not like I have no fitness goals. No yeah. worry about my fitness. My kids do their thing. I do my thing. That's the part that I'm just like, don't you want to be active or do you not just care I, well, and you don't want to be I active? I find it – right. I find it shocking as well when um, their kids are in sports doing these things. Yeah. And they, you know, are not. They are the polar opposites, right? Yeah. They go and they cheer them on and they support them and all this kind of stuff, but they don't focus on themselves at all. Like, it's – it's interesting, especially when there's there's no self reflection around. Like, okay, you just you just sat down with your kid and laid out this whole workout plan that they need to do to be ready for the fall season or whatever the spring, and you're signing them up for extra coaching. Like, what's your end game here? Are you just is this purely for scholarships? Like, what do you want them to get out of this? Because if you did this in school. You didn't. You don't seem to have gotten anything out of it. Like, I, I had the. I had this conversation with parents. <laughs> I think I told you this on the show. So, true story. There was a. My son was on the cross country team for a little while, so I was watching cross country races. And there's this one family has an older kid and a younger kid, and the younger kid was the slowest kid in the world. He would like walk the races. Right. Yeah. So he's getting these like. You know, insane times, right? Because <laughs> he's he's kind of jog walking and then walk jogging, right? And then you know, a season goes by and he improves and he improves and he's making these huge improvements. And he runs and he runs track or something. He runs track and this is the younger kid. And he runs like he runs like an eight minute mile uh, in the mile time trial they did or something, or he did the mile race and he ran an eight minute mile. And. And I said, I was talking with his parents and I said, that's, you know, that's pretty amazing. Like knowing full well that like, sure, I could run an eight minute mile. I could run consecutive eight minute miles. But like that is like astonishingly fast for where he was, where he's come from. Like that is awesome. And his parents said something to the effect of, uh, yeah, but he's got a long way to go if he's going to compete with everybody. And, and I'm like, I looked him straight in the face. I was like. You get out there and run an eight-minute mile right now. Like, never in your life. <laughs> like, you would, you're going to give me this whole story about, oh, I used to be able to in high school. I don't give a shit about what you did in high school. Like, you have to use if the this hiccup. kid learns anything <laughs> from his experience now, yeah. I don't. if his time never improves, who cares? As long as he continues to do this for the rest of his life. Like, that's what's important. Yeah. If he does this for like a couple of seasons in high school and then turns into you, he's that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this yeah. is what you're talking about. Yeah. All these people relive their glory days or they just think about their glory days when what they should really be focusing on is how are you going to maintain? Yeah, but are they, so they, are they just – the thing is like – are they just happy? Like I had my moment and that was my moment yeah. and now I've accepted it and I moved on. Like that's where I'm, that's where I'm like questioning. Like, am I trying to hold on to something that I, I should just let go? And like, 
Like this is my that was my past. I'm not that young anymore. I'm not that's not me anymore. But I but yeah, then on the flip side, you don't have to be like you don't have to be like I'm gonna f- be a fast marathoner. You can uh, be like I just want to be able to. You set a different goal. Well, my goal is got to like, be able yeah. to. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. Run is, around the goal soccer is practice is for me. To, yeah, run around in soccer practice or be able to hike Philmont with my son. Like I wouldn't go to Philmont without him. Right? Like I want to do activities with my kids. That's and that I'm able to do, not just be like, "All right, kids, here's the soccer ball. You play while I sit in my lawn right. chair like a fat slob." I I feel like we're being super judgmental and our listeners are probably like, screw these guys. I'm done with them. But like, I don't, on the other side, I'm like, I think, I don't know, man. Part of being a father is like, I don't know. Then there's people that can't and I got to be more sensitive about all this stuff. People that can't, that's a different, different thing. And they have a, they're going to be in a different kind of trouble, but because they always can do something, a whole different thing. But we have just, before you feel bad about saying this stuff, we have physical education programs. <laughs> and the point of those programs is to educate kids about their health and well-being and all this. Like, this isn't – we should not feel bad about this. Like, there's plenty of stuff out there that says, hey, here's the way you should eat in order to maintain a healthy diet. Here's how much you should move day to day, week to week in order to maintain a healthy physique. We flat out ignore those recommendations and then get mad when people point out that we are ignoring them. Like, so no, I, I don't, I don't feel bad about this at all. People are ridiculous when they show up at soccer practice and you know what? I brought the entire living room set with me, so I might as well <laughs> hang out in it and watch a movie on my flat screen dashboard while my kids are at practice because they're incapable of getting themselves to practice. Like the only way they can get here is if I bring the living room set with me. Like, <laughs> huh? All right. All right. So I not feel bad. I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to feel bad. Well, I will feel a little bit bad, but I don't want to be judgmental, super judgmental, but I was judgmental. Well, like hard. I got out of that car and I'm like both car. There's not a lot of people there. Cause there must, other, some teams must have canceled. I'm like, really? The car's running. That's what I'm judgmental about. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's perfectly within, like, that's the kind of thing where you should march up to each of them and be like, just shut the cars off. Like, (sighs) the fields are right here. You're dumping exhaust just all over your children trying to breathe. Like, this is insane. Yeah. It's also illegal. Like, on school grounds, you can't idle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that'll get them. But, you know, oh, whatever. Who cares? It's just just, just a little bit. What's your problem? What's your problem? Yeah, what's your problem? All right, so no idling cars. Let's let's go roundabout. No idling cars. I mean, there's plenty of people uh, that try to be active. So I guess I shouldn't feel so there bad. Are. And I don't know what the right answer is because the reality. I've thought about this too. The reality is, I I had the same thought that you're having now, like very recently. I think, like, because it feels a little deja vu-y. Like there are plenty of people that are perfectly happy that aren't that active. <laughs> And I'm like, maybe I should just be that way. Maybe I should be one of those happy and active people. Like, why? Why Why should I bother? Why should I move around so much and run and bike? And why don't I get my own motor coach that I can drive right onto the soccer fields? You know, this is all I always bring this up because it's like to myself, right? Like, why do people don't, why am I the guy on, that's on the coaching? Why am I the only guy coaching? Why am I the guy going to Philmont? Why am I the guy leading this other thing? Why am I this guy that they're calling because, you know, I like what, there's pl- like all these people that don't do anything. They just bring their kid, drop their kid off and run errands or they <laughs> bring their kid and sit and stare at their phone for now, right? Like, but I'm the one on the field always. And then I know there are there are other people, but why is it always the same people? And how do these people just say they don't have any sort of what's the word I'm looking for? Like guilt. Like I would feel guilty if I never did it, right? I I don't always do it, I, but I do it a lot more than other people. And other people just never do it. And I don't. I would feel like, oh man, I feel guilty. Like I don't know. Like I went to summer camp this year. I'm like, it's my turn. Like I don't. I wasn't dying to go to camp. I didn't really. But I'm like, I should do this. It's a volunteer. Like. It's a thing, right? I got to fill the role, right? And other people are like, oh, I can never do it. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't do it. You're like, well, yes, you can do I it. Can you just don't want it. Well, we talked about that. Because. You froze for a while, so I missed a so bunch I, of what you said. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's basically like, why are some people like able to just drop their kid off and go? 
or drop their kid off and sit in the car. And they never are like, hey, how can I help? They just don't ever feel an obligation to help at all. That's I feel an obligation. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of. Like, I feel obligated. But I'm, in, I I'm into a new me? thing now. No, you're still you're still here now. Can you hear What's me? What's that? Yeah. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. So for a long time, I've been taking pictures at the soccer games, right? Yeah. Because I can't, I can't just bring a lawn chair and put it on the sideline and sit and stare. Like that would also, I'd lose my mind. So maybe I have some kind of ADD. Maybe I'm over caffeinated. I don't know what it is, but just like, it, oh, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on a tangent again because I can't imagine getting up off my couch <laughs> at my house, getting into my motorized wheelchair, driving to the field. And then sitting in another chair for 90 minutes and then getting back in the motorized wheelchair just to go back to my couch. Like, it's absurd. It's way too much sitting. I'm sitting right now and it's driving me nuts. So yeah. I was taking pictures at a lot of the games. After a while, the pictures start to look the same. All right. And Can I cut you off here? Yeah, cut me off. And we're going to talk about the camera you already did. On the last show? Two, yeah, the last but show. I didn't. I didn't get it yet. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So tell me how you got it. I'm pretty sure you so did because I, I, you talked about the ropes and all that. Hey, someone's behind you. Um, or it's a cat. Hello. Hey. It's a cougar. Not a cat. <laughs> I'm being I'm being handed batteries to charge. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I got Priorities. the camera. I don't remember if we talked about the show. Right. So the short version is there are these. There's lots of options for filming sports games now. A lot of artificial intelligence, a lot of AI, a lot of automated systems. Okay. Uh, a lot of them. And I know some people that have purchased some. I've looked at the pricing. Like, they're quite expensive and you pay subscriptions. And I decided to be, I don't know, a Flintstone something. Go the cheap route. And I bought basically a camera on a pole that you operate by the hand. The cheap route, Yeah. Sure, it was real cheap. It was still pretty expensive, yeah, but yeah. but it's mine forever, right? I can do with it what I please. I can <laughs> film whatever I want. I can, I mean, I'll use it for filming, nothing else. But um, so I've used it for well, three games so far. I've filmed three games so far, uh, two tonight. So that's kind of a weird skew. But filmed one game, we edited the game, we published the game, we sent it to the team. Team was super psyched. So that was like oh, awesome. a good end result. Yeah, that's success. What? That's success. That's a good success. Uh, filmed, they had the junior varsity and the varsity game back to back on the same field, so I filmed both games. And you know, it's is it what I want to do? Do I want to stand behind the camera swiveling it around the whole game? One game I think is okay. Two games was a bit over the top. Two games in one night. Yeah, yeah. Two games that back seems to back. Like a lot. Yeah. Uh, so that was a that was a bit much. And then you got to go through and do all the editing, and the editing takes a while. So it's all that stuff loading in the background on my computer right now. Okay. Oh, that's what you I saying. kind of enjoy the editing, and it's something I was enlisting my son to help with as well. So it's like a teaching thing for him, too, to see how to use these tools and how it works. Eventually, I think we will probably get some kind of automatic camera, especially as they become more prevalent and cheaper and whatever. But – for now, we have the manual one, and it looks looks pretty hokey, but it does a good job. What do you mean? And when you say it's manual, what's manual about it? It's <laughs> – so there's a couple of funny things. It's a very tall pole, right? So in the top of the pole has a, a mount that you attach just a regular camera to, like a, a camcorder, as they call it. And then there's this special bundle of cables as well that – connects to the top of the pole, connects to the camera through its kind of power input and through its HDMI output and through its control. So you plug three cables into the camera, power, mm-hmm. video, and the control port. It has a you know remote control. And then you, you, you basically extend the pole, so you push this camera way up the pole. And then at the bottom of the pole, there's a screen, like a little TV screen, a little LCD monitor. Right. That the HDMI cable plugs into a battery pack, which I have an extra giant battery pack. Battery pack runs everything, runs the screen, runs the camera. And a little remote control. 
And there's also like a wire, literally like a bike cable that runs from the top of the pole down to this little handle. And you have to adjust it. And that's what tips the camera up and down. So you move this little handle up and down and it just pulls on the wire. And then when you twist it back and forth, it literally twists the pole, <laughs> which cracks me up. So <laughs> to rotate the camera around. So you look at the screen and on the screen, you can see what the camera sees. And the camera's like 20 feet overhead on it. It's pretty high up. I don't know. Mm. So it's just a camera way up on a pole. And Okay. So the automated part is, but does the focus automated? The focus is. Nothing's automated. Yeah. It's autofocus. Yeah. Okay. 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 But from the from below, I have a remote that I can zoom with. I can pan. I can you know turn the thing left and right, mm-hmm. and I can tilt it by turning the little you know tilting the, the handle. So I'm moving it all around the field on my own. Okay. There's okay. no automatic anything. So is there ones of these that automatically follow something a ball or a yes? Pot? What? That's bonkers. You, you really. didn't know this? Are you being serious? No. Well, I mean, I. No, I did not know. I don't know. So, I'm not, there's a couple I, I am of, being serious. Yes, my question okay. is genuine. There's there's a whole series of these. There's the, there's one like mine where you so you have to have a person behind there moving stuff around. Then there's one um, that has like a gimbal, and I almost bought this one because there's no subscription. So there's a permanent camera that that has a 180 degree view and it can see the whole field. Okay. And then on top of this thing, you mount your own camera. Okay. Similar cables. It has remote control, zoom controls, that sort of thing. You mount your own camera, you plug it into the little device, and then you stick it up on the pole, and you can sort of see it from your phone and stuff. And it will swivel the camera around for you and follow follows the action, so they say, right? So really? It figures out from... The lower camera and the computer that's on the inside, it does some processing and says, I know where the action is, and it moves the camera around and zooms and stuff, which seems impossible. Then there's these, um, the commonplace cameras that are in use in a lot of places now. There's two major brands. There's one called Trace and there's one called Veo. The Trace camera is really expensive, and it comes with a set of chips and all the kids put the chips in their shoes. Yeah, that was wondering. Okay. Yeah, so each kid gets their own chip, unique chip in their shoe, <laughs> and the camera can follow the chips around. And it has they usually have two or more cameras that are fixed, kind of pointing at one end of the field or the other. And they're probably 4K cameras or something. So they just have film, they have footage of the entire field for the entire game. And then after the fact or sort of live Holy crow. Traces. What? If I wanted to buy it to follow the team, it's thirty eight hundred bucks a year. A year, yes, because you have to get a subscription oh. for. Because you can't just use the camera. No, no, no. It's it's. I mean, this is. I can see it's super cool and convenient, right? And if you have a club team and they're already paying lots of money, this is where you buy these things, right? I guess, yeah. And in fact, the team, the varsity team we played tonight, brought their own. And a number of teams are doing the same thing. They brought the Veo camera, which is similarly priced, but Veo camera. Um, yeah, Veo. So that one has the little chips. The Veo one is a similar model, but everything's like online, right? So you take this thing to the game, you set it up on the pole, you go to your phone, and you say, "Okay, game started." It films the game. You take it home later. You plug it in. You just plug it into a cord, so it charges. Okay. And it'll automatically start uploading the footage. And then like in a few hours, you go to the website and it edits the game for you. What? It, it figures out like corner kicks, goal kicks, shots on goal, blah, blah, blah. And the trace one is probably smarter because it follows all the kids around. And it starts making, you know, it starts editing the video and cutting it up. Now, I've seen some demonstrations of it and some of the games, you know, one of the guys I know that has one, he's like, yeah, this game, it like didn't do anything. It, it, it recognized like one goal kick and that was it. Like, oh, it really? Cut yeah. So it kind of fails sometimes, works well other times. I don't know. But you can go into their editor and start changing things and moving things and cutting up saying, oh, I want to make a clip of this play and yeah. do this and do that. Um, so that's super convenient for sure. Um, 
I don't like the idea of paying the subscription. Yeah, I don't like right. the idea that I'm going to have this big camera that only works with Veo. And frankly, the so the team we played tonight, they filmed the varsity game with the Veo camera. They did not film the junior varsity game. Oh, why not? Because the number of games. Oh wait, what? It's a it's per player. It's like the subscription is for the varsity Mm. team. So could they have filmed the junior varsity team and kind of pretended, you know, and and gotten away with it because they're wearing the same uniforms anyway? Like, who's checking this stuff? I don't know, but it would have shown up in the same area and who knows, whatever. It's just you're supposed to pay. More, the more stuff you film. Like if you're filming more than one team, more players, blah, blah, blah. So that's how they're making their money, which is good for them. And that model could very well work. But at least with my manual camera, the footage is mine. I can do with it what I want. That's where this this other in-between camera, if it works, the one that just automatically pans and, and moves the camera for you. Yeah. Sorry. If that one works, I'll... I'll probably get one of those next. And what's that called? That one has a goofy name. It is called PIX, P-I-X, the number four team. PIX PIX 14. PIX 14 camera. PIX 14. (laughs) Auto follow camera for team sports. And you'll see right away one of their big thing they say up front is like, no subscription, blah. Yeah, uh, seems to be a UK based thing. And that thing's like fifteen hundred bucks, which is nuts. And that's like without the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like tonight's game that I was filming was pretty nuts. It was kind of dark. It was under the lights. The ball was moving around all over the place. I don't see how that thing's gonna pan and tilt fast enough to follow that action. Like unless it's zoomed out pretty far, which it could be. You know, you yeah. the other. The, the trick with filming these games is you don't want to be zoomed right in on the people. Like, it's too close. Yeah, you want to Right. Wide it's a tricky feel. thing, but you don't want to be too far out either. No, it's a challenge. And this is why, you know, TV, whatever. Yeah, they've, well, they have uh, a bajillion cameras, right? Yeah. They have a bajillion cameras and they can cut to different views yeah. and they have people filming different things. So it's quite a. But this is the fun part. I'm, I'm enjoying exploring this new realm of like uh, media. You know, we've got, yeah. well, there were some cool plays tonight that I'm, I can't wait to see the footage of. Like there were some pretty neat saves and shots and um, excited. But these, these apps, if you look through some of these apps, they're pretty fantastical as well. Like that you could go set up your camera and then sit in the stands with everybody, check it on your phone. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be awesome. I mean, it'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> To see what that thing's seeing. Jeez. But the you know, the key feature is that the camera's way up on a pole. Like you gotta get that view from up high right, looking yeah, down on right. the field. Uh so that's like that's like easy physical device thing that has to happen and um Yeah. That's the new saga. This is based on the latest artificial intelligence algorithms. <laughs> Yeah, who knows what that means. I mean, which company is going to keep stay around the longest, right? Which company is going to keep the updates coming? Uh, or is it stable enough that it's just going to work forever? I don't know. Yeah. But I, I do like the one with the uh, – I do like the one that, that has the motor stuff in it that has no subscription. Because I like having the footage myself. Yeah. I don't – I don't like having to rely on their cloud provider stuff. That stuff bugs me out. Yeah, because and a lot of these companies are sh- closing doors, shutting up, closing up shop. Right. right. Hey, we'll buy this product from you, and then, uh, sorry, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, we're bankrupt. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? I have uh, you know. just paid you. <laughs> how can you be bankrupt? Yeah. Well, so we'll see how we'll see how it goes. We'll see how tired of it I get by the end of the season, and yeah. then come spring and. Uh, well, we'll bust. We'll bust it out of the. I'm not doing 4K though. 4K is nuts. Like 90 minutes at 4K is uh, that's a lot of. Lot it of could footage. be huge data, right? Huge, huge, huge amount of data. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm loading the the game from tonight 
right now as we record. And it's going to take... What do you mean loading it? Is it like decrypt? Like, de- like uh, I'm importing it into the movie editor oh, right okay. now. So it's... it's. Is it in some weird like format where you need to get a codec or something? Yeah, it is in a weird format. Oh. Uh, you don't need to get a codec, but yeah, you need stuff that understands it. Yeah. Why is that? What's the point of that? It's in a weird format because I'm filming it at uh, 60 frames a second. So it does, it's in this AVC HD format. I don't quite understand it's, mm. but it is the type of thing that I've been going over with my son too. Like the formats, the file structures, the protocols, the computery stuff. It's all kind of interesting. Which no one cares about, right? They just want to lay back in their idling car and look at it on their phone. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, they just want a link to my kid making the best play of their life. Nothing else. They don't want to see anything else. But, hey, we're pretty long. Yeah. Already. Yeah, it's time. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.